Welcome to the PT Coffee Cast, a podcast helping coffee-infused clinicians elevate their practice by realizing the tools they already possess. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the PT Coffee Cast brought to you by The Movement. My name is Dalton, and alongside me today is my beautifully bearded friend, William. William, how are we doing today? I'm doing good, man. This is coffee. Uh, Jeez. I can't talk already. <laughs> What's going on? Coffee number two. Podcast number two. <laughs> there we go. We Thanks. got it. That's why we work well together. I'm here for you, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. I, uh, I'm definitely on coffee number three podcast number two um we're wearing the same outfits you know what we got to start doing if we're doing back-to-back podcasts we got to bring outfit changes you know oh, that'd be hilarious we're, we're trying to level up this podcast we really got to level up our uh, outfit changing changing game it'd be funny you know if people could pick out when we did them on the same day but switched outfits <laughs> yeah you know that would that would be impressive yeah we'll, we'll start switching outfits moving forward um but yeah, guys, we're pumped to uh, to be back with another episode here. Um, if you aren't subscribed to the podcast, make sure you subscribe on all podcast platforms. If you want to see our faces on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. You can find that in the show notes. Um, you know, we talk about the mentorship all the time now. So if you are interested in joining the wait list um, for cohort number two, you can do so in the show notes um, below. And um, yeah, grab a cup of coffee and uh, let's let's dive into this one. Um, we were laughing before we started recording this episode because, um, you know, on our trusty whiteboard, we, we tend to write out some like little cues that we want to hit on, which um, I think is a good thing because we tend to, you know, go off the cuff a lot of times, like with some of the things that we're doing. So this keeps us on track. But we're reading this before we're about to record the episode. And on our board, we have collective suffering, arrow, collective thriving. And Will just starts like dying laughing because he knows that my crazy ass brain puts these wild things on the board. And really without any context, like, I don't know what that really means. Yeah. I look at it and I'm like collective suffering. (laughs) Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Here goes Dalton again with his deep (laughs) philosophical thinking. And I look at Dalton and he's like, (laughs) yeah. Uh, but but I think there I think there's something to this I think there's something to it so um, I'll lay it out for you we were um, we were doing one of our mentorship calls and we were we were discussing um, in this module um, overcoming imposter syndrome and just talking about you know maybe why that happens for people what drives it how we can um, overcome it manage it and whatnot and you know we always get into this conversation of like you know, when you're practicing and you don't really feel fulfilled and you don't feel like you're doing, um, or showing up the way that you want to show up. And maybe you're like overworked and you're seeing a lot of clients and it's not like the, you didn't get into physio for that reason. And you feel this burnout that's, um, you know, happening. And the collective suffering part of this came from the, the, um, I think the, uh, feeling of, or, or sorry. So like, 
I think it came from like the people in the group feeling a little bit more um, at ease with the fact that majority of the people in the group were feeling the same thing. Um, And that had led me to say, you know, I think there's value to collective suffering to know that like you're not alone in this experience um, can really help you get through the challenging times. Um, You know, you think about it in CrossFit, like the collective suffering is what people bond on, right? You think of it in like ultra marathon running. The collective suffering is like what people bond on. They know that like they're not alone in this hard thing makes it easier to get through. Um, And so I think that is, you know, true when it comes to this idea of like burnout and, you know, struggling with certain things as a clinician with imposter syndrome, et cetera. But what I had kind of like, talked about and thought based off of this conversation is like it's good to have collective suffering but then it's bad when we don't do anything about it and we need to figure out how do we go from collective suffering to collective thriving Um, and that's kind of where this little thought came from and what my question to the group was and kind of the question to you guys and you know what we'll discuss on this podcast and we don't have the exact answer is like how do we bridge that gap between collective suffering and the collective thriving that we can have as a profession and I think that we can reach that point of collective thriving there's a lot of awesome things that go on in this profession and there's a lot of awesome people and there's a lot of awesome ways that we can provide good quality care and do it in a way that doesn't have to um, you know, be extremely draining and not allow us to show up the way that we want, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and so that's kind of where the collective suffering to the collective thriving kind of idea came from. Yeah. And I know, uh, I know you mentioned before to me, some of the barriers that you feel exist with, with making this transformation. Um, what, what are some of those things that you think are maybe limiting us from being able to to go from this collective suffering to more of a more of a thriving i mean this is like a lot to unpack and i know we got to be kind of quick on this episode um but i think like i think my number one thing and is always like as a profession we have to look in the mirror and ask ourselves hard questions as to why we are where we are and are we willing to change this and I think a lot of times we have we identify like this sucks like this aspect of what's happening the burnout the unfulfilling care the overworked the too many clients is like it sucks like we don't want this cool we've identified that but then what are we doing you know what are we doing to change this and the hard part about that is it requires us to do something that we haven't done, maybe make a, a shift in how we provide care, how we set ourselves up, how we um, hold value as clinicians. And, you know, people talk about this, like, how can we do this? And then we brainstorm these ideas, we discuss them, we, we even actually see examples of it happening. But to make that step to fully dive into maybe that other thing that could change this collective suffering that we're talking about, we don't take that step because it's really hard and it's going to require a lot of change. Um, and I think that is the, the part that we have to really ask ourselves as clinicians is like, are we actually keeping ourselves 
in this collective suffering at times because we're not willing to step outside of what has been the way that we've done things for a really long time. And I'm not saying that's the case. This is just my, how I think about it, how I look at it, my opinion on it. You can have your own opinion, but this is something that I think about. And the reason I think about it that way is because that puts the ownership on us and we can start taking action to make change. Well, and you know, yes, you're sharing an opinion. However, there are certain things that we've proven with what we've done that uh, I think illustrate what you're saying pretty clearly. Like, I think there's limiting beliefs a lot of the times in terms of what you have to do in order to get give value to people. Um, and one example that really jumps to mind for me is just use of certain modalities. That's something that people know they don't really want to do. They know the research shows it's not uh, that valuable, but they feel they have to deliver it because that's what's expected, right? That's a limiting belief because if that's not you, right, and you think there's a better way, right, where you could actually thrive in your practice and potentially deliver better outcomes, then you're not going to get there, right? And you're going to stay in that loop. And with us, we know we felt that way. We don't have any modalities and it's going fine, <laughs> right? We've had to, you know, work on maybe how we set expectations for people and things like that. You know, it's not like there's been no effort to, you know, to go through that transformation, mm-hmm. right? It's not like it just happened, but the first step was, addressing that belief and and going from there and i think there's a lot of examples from that it's not just like modalities it's it's any way we can change things to make the the for us the experience of delivering what we do better Mm -hmm. right yeah for sure and um you know we on also on the whiteboard we kind of had a couple ideas of how, you know, maybe we could bridge this gap in kind of a little bit of a way that we we approach it, right? Um, or we've helped our clinicians think about it. Um, is like we, within the mentorship, you know, we've created this idea of like, you know, your super physio. So we talked about it on the podcast before, but just to kind of lay it out is like, we all have this idea of the super physio in our head that we're trying to attain that has all the answers, all the skills. You ask them like to perform this technique and they pull it out of their back pocket without even thinking about it and can provide unlimited care to people with all the skills. That person doesn't exist, um, but we're chasing it because we want to latch on to finding that, that super physio. What we've kind of done is said, hey, you are your super physio. You need to sit down and identify, you know, who you are, what you value, how you want to show up, you know, how you want people um, or what you admire in certain healthcare practitioners, what you don't admire in healthcare practitioners and how you want to be. And if you create this super physio, which is you, now you now have a North Star that's going to guide you along the way. And you're always going to be trying to make sure that you're you're meeting the standards that you've set for your super physio. The cool thing about your super physio is that it's going to evolve over time as practice evolves, as research evolves, and as you evolve as a, as a clinician, but it gives you this kind of North star that you're trying to align and compare yourself to versus comparing yourself to something that doesn't exist that you're chasing endlessly. Um, 
And so I think, you know, establishing what that is for you as an individual, um, is the starting point for bridging the collective suffering to the collective thriving. And that could be even individual to yourself. So for example, I look at, you know, where I was when I first started practicing as a clinician, which wasn't a terrible environment. Shout out Nick Hanna. I loved working there. We, we did some great things, but when I started reflecting on what now is this exercise of what our super physio is, I started realizing there was things that I was doing that wasn't aligned with the clinician that I want to be. And I was like, Oh, that's why I feel the way that I'm feeling probably. And so we decided that, Hey, we're going to create something that allows for us to align with that. And that made me go from this collective suffering idea of like, not maybe being super fired up all the time, you know, not getting the most out of my interactions with clients, not getting the most out of my early career in physio to like extremely fired up, extremely pumped, feeling like I'm doing exactly what I want to do. And, and now I would say, and from my perspective, I'm thriving. Um, and that is what I think we need to start off with when we're thinking about how do we move out of this imposter syndrome feeling or this like burnout feeling that we're experiencing. That's where understanding the things that are important to you, right? That super physio idea are going to help you with making some of these decisions that, you know, might involve some beliefs that you aren't sure about, you know, and help you make that decision. And that could, that could be uh, so many different things. And I think, you know, we're seeing now that there's potential opportunities to completely change the way that we work with clients and that could potentially open up time freedom and whatnot for people, right? Which could really improve your quality of life and reduce burnout, but it's going to require maybe a change in your mindset uh, in terms of do I need to only work with people face-to-face in person or could I digitally be connecting with them and helping them that way right but that's going to involve you knowing what's important to you right to go yeah actually I can do that right Mm -hmm. but if you're constantly holding on to that belief of like "Mm, it's always been done this way then you're just going to be continuing to do the thing that maybe isn't helping you thrive totally yeah And so, you know, we had that as one of the things. And then I think we discussed it a little bit already, but circle back to it is like action. So, you know, identifying these things are great in like laying them out, writing them down, speaking them to yourself, whatever it may be, but then taking action to make sure that you're doing those things or you're in an environment that, um, that allows for you to do those things. That is something that we need, you need to do as an individual. Right. And you know, a lot of people will will be like, well, you know, I'm not in the right environment and I'm stuck. And it's like, cool. Yeah, we get that. So now what are you going to do? Right. So it's like either you decide, OK, I'm going to try and do my own thing. Right. Is one thing that you can do or two, I'm just going to show up and be the person that I want to be within the environment that I have and push that and continue to to show like what you believe is valuable, speak about it, have conversations with the people that are in your clinic, have conversations with your clinic manager, continue to show up and thrive in the way that you want. And I guarantee you people will start asking questions like, whoa, why is Will so hyped up right now? 
Why is Will getting such good experiences with his clients? Why are people wanting to come and see Will? They're going to start asking questions and then that provides you with an opportunity to share some of the things that you are doing. And that is another way that you can start taking action and making change and seeing things happen the way that you want them to happen. Um, is also very important and probably the missing link sometimes because that shit's hard in either direction, whether you start your own thing or whether you try to do it within an environment that maybe isn't set up the way that you want it to be. And it's at least going to be hard at first, Mm -hmm. right? There's no way of getting around that when you're doing something differently. For example, if you're someone that just wants to use exercise in an environment where maybe you're getting some pressure to not do that, right? You're going to get questions. You're going to have to have conversations, but it might be worth it. You know, if that allows you to be the way you want to be. Well, what's going to be harder? You leaning into that conversation or you staying in the collective suffering for your whole career? And the the collective suffering thing, we're, we're maybe exaggerating a little bit with that word, but what's worse? You know, staying in that, not doing the things you want to do, feeling the way that you know you don't want to feel for your whole career or leaning into some of those harder things, right? And I think that is a question that we should have to ask ourselves or you have to ask yourself if you're in that situation. Um, yeah, I want to kind of put a little bow on it because I think that's that's good. I think got across like the point. But now as we kind of dove into it, I think there's two layers to this. There's the micro layer of the individual clinician themselves. And then the other thing, we didn't talk too much about it, but I think it starts with the individual and you as individual, which is why we focus so much on this naturally. But I think as individuals, we have to think about this. But then what I think we need to do is we need to come together as a profession and think about this from the macro level. And what is the over the super physio for the overarching profession that we need to realign with and create as the North Star for us to follow? And that when you have the individuals aligned and thinking about that, and then you have the collective profession thinking about that, if those things are on and they don't even have to be a perfectly aligned, if they're somewhat in the right direction moving together, that's going to be where we have the greatest impact and help the most people and provide fulfilling careers for us as individuals. All right. That's all we got for today. That was a fun episode, man. Mm-hmm. I think that was good. Did my like crazy whiteboard thing turn into something that maybe add a little bit of value? I hope so. <laughs> yeah, you know, I yeah, think let, so. Yeah, let us know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, guys, if you aren't subscribed to the podcast, make sure, make sure you subscribe on the podcast platforms. If you aren't following us on YouTube, make sure you head over there, subscribe so you can see our pretty faces and our nice yellow t-shirts. Um, if you guys want to join the mentorship or be part of the next cohort, make sure you sign up in the show notes below. Um, we'll be launching our second cohort in the fall. And then, uh, yeah, lastly, guys, if you ever want to reach out, have any comments, concerns, thoughts, send us a DM on Instagram um, at PT Coffee Chest. But that's all we got for today, guys. As always, stay caffeinated. Peace.